Hello, Jackson. Do you know what I've missed most about this podcast, John? I don't, but I, I hope you tell me. It's this. Ready? <laughs> I miss that. What are you What are you enjoying? It's a It's a Founders All Day IPA. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. They come in They come in fifteen packs nowadays. Mm. It's pretty pretty dang convenient. It's an odd number. It's weird. That's why I like it. <sighs> All right, <laughs> just making <laughs> just making sure that I'm I'm kind of watching my waveform. I was having some issues with my mic before we got set up. Ooh, I think I'm I think I'm clear. I think I'm good. I like it when you watch your waveform. <laughs> gotta gotta keep an eye on all on all things at once. Yes. You know, as as I say this, no, it's it's good. I just gotta speak into the mic. Yeah, I think we're fine. All right. Well, what's the update? What's the update? Oh gosh, I mean, it's a crazy, crazy world. Still is. Still nothing's, is. Nothing's changing yet. Well, some things are changing. Oklahoma City is voting on a new police budget tomorrow. Oh really? I think well, so. What's the? Uh, they're already they're having they're a city council meeting for something. Okay. I, I was going to join the Zoom call. It's a public Zoom, so I think I'm going to I'm going to going to drop in and, and crash the party, as it were. Oh, you totally should. Yeah, why not? They'll probably ask you to speak. <laughs> well, I'll make sure to get my mic set up for my levels before. Yeah, oh yeah, it's important. <laughs> that's what that's what we've been doing. We've been training for this our entire lives. It's just been a it's been a it's like it's like that montage in that one movie with the the fighter who eats like raw eggs. What was that? You talking about like Rocky? Yeah, it's Rocky. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> you got it. He does. He, he, he eats raw eggs, right? I believe. I believe he does. I think that's right. That I seems. Think, that seems that was part of the whole point. I'm gonna go with it. I saw. I saw a guy on TikTok today who was like, he's this kind of like fratty looking dude, and he has two pet ducks, and he opens beer bottles with his foot, like he'll he'll like do a back kick and like open a beer bottle and he's eating eggs just like putting an entire raw egg in his mouth and and chomping down on it it makes for pretty funny pretty funny content you know and this he's doing this with his pet ducks yeah always carrying around the pet ducks in like a backpack or something oh it's pretty funny i wish i remembered who he was we could shout him out it's a lot of good it's a lot of good stuff being made on tiktok these days john yes It's it's where all the content creation is happening I definitely get uh, I get suckered I not suckered in I get sucked in, and sucked and, absolutely and I I can't uh, I can't look away. It's a it's a vortex, you know. If you you, you started early enough in the day, you've lost your whole morning. It's oh. dangerous. Oh yeah, it's it yeah. keeps me in bed way too long in the morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's insane. Oh, man. It's insane. Well. Sorry, we didn't get to do this yesterday. It's it's probably uh, for everyone listening. This might be coming out a little bit later in the week. Our editor, uh, our editor, my co-host, was occupied otherwise uh, yesterday during our normal podcasting day. So I guess we're even now for, yes. for my tardiness and absences in the past. You've you've made up for that. Which yeah, is fine. Well, you know, it's, I'm not it's, upset. It's, it's okay. It's okay. I I wanted to make sure that. Um, you know, as we watch our waveforms, that I didn't have a lot of background noise, and I was afraid that there would be a lot of a lot of that uh, at the appointed time yesterday. So today, I have uh, I have set up in a secure location that should be free of background noise. 
you got your parents to leave the house. Yeah, yeah. Mom! Mom and dad are... <laughs> Mom, leave! I gotta record my podcast. <laughs> okay, son. Now, so tell me, what is your, what's your current living situation? Who are you with? Is it just like a big vacation house? Yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, it's my, it's my vacation house, yeah. Oh, nice. And you've got, you've got a lake trip coming up here? Yes, I'll be at the lake uh, this coming weekend, is the, uh... A current plan, yeah. Have you have you been to which, which lake is it? First it is the Lake of uh, Eufaula in 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 Eufaula, America, Oklahoma. It's that's a good one. You know, I had never, and I assume you've been to this lake before. This isn't your first excursion. This is not. No, I have been there many a time. Yeah. See, I feel like you know, in in the twelve years I've been living in Oklahoma, I would have had a reason to go to any lake but especially lake eufaula is kind of the big it's the big one it's the big boy of the group of lakes uh for for any number of reasons and i and i hadn't until just last week i had my first lake experience it was it was kind of awesome it is it's quite going to the lake is is quite an experience and you have to you have to embrace embrace the lake lifestyle oh it's it's a whole culture i felt like my life was like that netflix series ozark right have you seen i don't know yes uh, fantastic Oh, it's a great, great show, but even better when you get to live it out, you know? It was, uh, it was, it was just fantastic. Now, do your friends have a boat that you can take out? Oh, yes. Yes, they have a boat. Oh, that's, that's what made it for me. It was, the, the house was cool. Love having a house that overlooks the lake. It's beautiful for, I was trying to, you know, pretend to do some work. I was taking some calls. It was nice. But when we went out on the boat, that's when it all started to make sense for me. Yeah, it's, it's the... Wind. Heavy day drinking, oh, wind yeah. in your hair. It's great. Oh yeah. I mean you get out, you get get you get you a Bud Light or whatever whatever lake appropriate beverage you uh, oh, you sure. choose. And it's, it was it was Bush Light for us. Oh and, uh, and, and Bud Light seltzers, mind you. Okay, okay, classing it up Those a little bit there. Well, I, I brought some Will and Wiley's from Oklahoma City and everyone looked at me like it was some 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 crazy Magic potion. Yeah, that's a little too little too bougie for the lake. A little too high end, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was great though. It was, it was a really, really fantastic time, and I and I absolutely look forward to going back very soon. Uh, I'm glad that I've made friends with lake lake hookups now. No, they're they're good to have. Did you do any sort of uh, boating activity like a like a tubing or? Oh, did skiing? I ever, John? I'm still sore from it. <laughs> What I wasn't expecting is for such like a low physical requirement activity such as tubing to have such a high, high toll on my poor, frail, weak body. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was brutal, man. I woke up the next day like everyone was really sore except for my one friend who decidedly were, who decided not to uh, who decided not to do any activities like such as tubing. I just uh, decided to stay on the boat. Yeah, which is pretty smart on her, on her end, I think. Actually, it was uh, it was it was wild. Um, I, I had one friend; they had a pair of water skis uh, that no one took out both skis, but a couple people did the slalom ski, which is where they just you know stand two feet on one ski and like and let themselves be pulled by the boat. It's pretty wild to watch, and uh, and and they also had. What something I had never seen before that looks like a it looks like a boogie board, you know, like in the in the in the ocean you you kind of like body surf on it like an inflatable, kind of about the size of a human torso, uh, but this had, like foam, uh, 
inserts for your knees, and they called it a knee board. Have oh. you ever heard of this before? I, yes, I am familiar with a knee board, yes. So the, you, you, the idea is that you hold on for dear life while the boat pulls you at, I think the boat tops out at like 60 miles an hour, but it feels like you're going about 120. And uh, you have to somehow manage to get the lower half of your body, that'd be your legs, up onto the board and then like secure your knees in with a kind of elastic strap while simultaneously holding on one hand to the board and one hand to this like handle that is tethered to the boat itself. And you, you hold on for dear life and, and pray that you're not thrown in the wake of this massive boat uh, thrown into the lake, usually backwards or off the side. It, it hurts a lot when you hit the water. I tried to successfully render myself on top of this board, this knee board, maybe five or six times uh, and could not once successfully get myself, my knees situated, the strap over them and like holding on. So I, I fell off each time. And then the last time I just kind of gave up and wrote it like a boogie board where I just had my chest on it and that kind of worked but there was drag from my feet so i don't know it was overall unsuccessful but i still had a lot of fun okay okay no that's good i mean yeah that's it sounds like you had a very solid uh first outing to the lake for a first time at the lake i feel like i did i did all the lake things you know we we, we cooked food we made frozen pizzas and hung out in hammocks and listened to music and you know, jumped off of rocks and swam at various beaches. It was, it was, it was, I mean, I was expecting to have fun, but I can't overstate how much fun I actually had. It was, it was a little bit ridiculous how fun it was. I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. So, nice. Yep. Nice. That's my update. Well, that's and, good. I, and I hope that you have just as much, if not more fun when you go up to Lake Eufaula as well. Yes, it's going to, it's, it's Father's Day, so we're going to we're gonna uh, do some grilling and uh, smoking of some meats. And, nice. Uh, it should be, should be a good time. I love a good smoked meat. Do they, do they keep a, like a green egg out there? I know that's the smoker of choice for lots of dads. So for Father's Day, it would make sense. Yeah, no, not a green egg. It's a, uh, it is some, well, a little different design, but it is by a company called Yoder. Hmm. Yeah. Out of Kansas. I I saw somewhere some of those on Kansas, Amazon. Yes. Yeah. I feel like the green egg is like the new convertible. Like it's like kind of an easier, more accessible midlife crisis that yeah. you don't have to. <laughs> but there's like so many accessories and YouTube videos you can watch for hours and, you know, pretend like your kids aren't going to college. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> or pretend like they are going to college, depending on what kind of midlife crisis you're having. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you're, yeah. if you're an empty nester, as they say. So. Yeah. I can't wait till that's me. I can't oh. wait till that's my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta get rid of all those kids. I waited with impatience. I gotta have kids before I can get rid of them. But, yeah. yeah. So it's usually gener- that's generally how it works. <laughs> well, so you've had some feedback from f- some of our, uh, our loyal and dutiful and uh, lovely, might I say, just beautiful listeners. Yeah. Um, what what have people been been talking talking about us? What's the, what seems to be the sentiment on the on the web? Well, people people like the show. Hmm. Um, well, that's already a good start. They, they like the show. Um, they they generally find it in sometimes hard to get through. 
Well, it's long as heck. Yeah, so yeah. That. We talk for a long time. We do talk for a long time, but um, generally they like it when uh, we focus on a single topic instead of uh, being all over the place. Well, such as uh, what, 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 would that, what might that look like? Well, I mean, um, I mean, last last week, um, we 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 was was well received. That's good. I'm glad. Which is, I feel like we both spoke from from the heart. Yeah, it was good. It was, yeah. um, you know, it was a, it was a a tough conversation, mm. and it's definitely not over yet. I mean, there's still a lot a lot to be learned, but uh, I have um, Lots of updates every day. Yeah, there is, there is. So I have uh, begun reading a book called Invisible Man by Ralph Ellison. Oh. You familiar with this book? F- well, famous Oklahoma author. I'm not familiar with the book. I'm familiar with the author. Okay. Well, Ralph Ellison. Yes, he is from Oklahoma. Is he? Totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, see, see, you know more about him than I do. They uh, are they naming a school building after him, or they're they're doing something? He's he's getting. He has, he already has a street named after him. Okay. A couple of streets. And uh, he's generally uh, looked upon as uh, one of the great Oklahoma writers, I, I do believe. Might have to fact, ch- fact, fact check me on that. Yeah, we, prob- so. we probably should. We probably should. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. It's, Going well? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I'm, I'm still early on in the book. Um, and then I was um, looking at, I had some suggestions for the next read. Which um, is um, oh gosh, I've gone uh, basically you know white white privilege esque. It's currently um, the New York Times bestseller or the the New York Times bestseller list um, is look it up, look it up. Yeah, the they have. Um, it's interesting what the books are currently um, on the list are based on race. So the, the number one book on sure. uh, the New York Times um, bestseller list has been on the, for 11 weeks now is a book called White Fragility, which is the next book on my list. Oh, uh, Robin. Uh, Robin D'Angelo. Robin D'Angelo. Robin D'Angelo. Yes. Yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I've had that recommended to me as well. I haven't started it yet. Yes, that'll be my my next read um but yeah the the all the um the top five are all based on race the number two right. is um so you want to talk about race by ajima olo and then number three is how to be an anti-racist by abram kendi and number four is me and white supremacy by layla sad and number five is the new jim crow by michelle alexander so well, people are certainly taking uh, taking literary action and 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 educating themselves. It's good. Yeah, that's. that's I, wonder if, I wonder if any of these are out as audiobooks as well. Yeah, I think most of them are on audiobooks. Um, and I mean, we could just we could mention that if you were wanting to get these books on audio, uh, we can give you one for free uh, as a listener to this show. Uh, just mm-hmm. head over to audibletrial.com slash a podcast. And uh, sign up for Audible, and you can maybe grab White Fragility and uh, as an audiobook uh, at no charge, which would love be, that. Which would be awesome. It would uh, would would really help the uh, the show, and potentially help you, which is which is a nice thing. 
I love when, when things can be so mutually beneficial like that and just help everyone. Yes. Help everyone involved. It's what we're, it's what we're all about. It's helping everyone. Yep. Uh, big news out of the Supreme Court today. Tell me. So it is uh, they, it is a 6-3 decision. Oh, I know what this six is. 6-2 decision. 6-3? Yes. 6-2? Six, yep. six, How many are there? Nine? Three. 6-3 <laughs> uh, decision. Uh, they have ruled that uh, you can't discriminate against uh, LGBTQ folks in the business place. You cannot but be fired. It's about... Oh wait, I'm I'm thinking about something else. Then there was a, there was an overturning of an executive order, right, against uh, I believe transgendered health care. Am I not wrong? What was the ruling there? Well, so so they're basically the today was that they said um, the civil right law, civil rights law protects LGBT workers, uh, so you cannot be fired for well, um, yeah, which would uh, which makes sense and. Um, the um, Neil Gorsuch and uh, the Chief Justice John Roberts are the ones that sided with the more liberal judges, and uh, in that decision. So, which is I'm, I'm happy that Neil Gorsuch did that. So, which, thank God, yeah, Neil Gorsuch, uh, who is who is a Trump pick, right? He's a yeah, recent yeah. addition to the bench. He was he was the uh, he was the first one. That Trump pick. Gotta, gotta love our socialist president and his socialist agendas. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's great. Populism, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. But uh, so that's good. That's good um, for everyone. That's a that's pretty epic. Um, it's it's interesting logic though because it, it it is it's based on sex and sexual attraction and the <laughs> the, the the quote or the kind of extrapolated quote was being that if if a boss fires a man for being attracted to other men, then the employer's basically discriminating against him for, quote, traits or actions it tolerates in female colleagues, which is an interesting way to spin it, I guess, mm. to say, well, if you're just, if you're attracted to men, regardless of, of gender, that, that is needless discrimination. It's literally discrimination. I, I mean, it's an interesting reason that, that's the logic that they use not that it's flawed logic it actually makes a lot of sense it's just interesting that it got that far to be so literally examining <laughs> what sexual attraction is in a, in a gendered lens um it's just very you know just when you think you've seen it all yeah exactly i mean it's um yeah that, i mean that's what neil gorsuch wrote was yeah an employer who fires an, fires an individual for being homosexual or transgender fires that person for traits or actions it would have not questioned in members of a different sex and that's i mean that's spot on i was paraphrasing but you got yeah it. no i mean you're you're right on it is impossible to discriminate against a person for being homosexual or transgender without discriminating against that person individual based on sex i like that though i mean it's it's it shouldn't it it's it's a topic and so yes it's going to be under scrutiny and it's going to come up in court cases and rulings and executive orders and whatnot the fact i i still it's it's kind of stupid to feel passionate or you know feel um like strongly about something that i personally feel shouldn't be an issue but it's not the issue that it is an issue it's the issue that I feel like we shouldn't be talking about this issue, even though it is an issue that people talk about. Do you follow what I'm getting at? It's, it is an issue. So we talk about it. And so it comes up in the news and eventually in Supreme court rulings and to 
a lot of people, it must just seem like, like, why are we still talking about this? Like, we, we, we've passed marriage equality and civil rights and, and all of these things years and years and years and years and years ago. And, like, can't we just all agree that, that this is needless discrimination and that we can just kind of move on? Clearly not. Clearly there are still things to be discussed. But I, I hope, my hope is that, uh, that especially with a, a Republican majority on the Supreme Court, Correct. Yeah, of course it is. Republican oh, yes, majority. absolutely. Yes, vastly so. Um, that 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 like, that maybe this is is reason for a lot of people to finally understand. Like, oh, it doesn't really matter what your political stance is. In fact, it's ridiculous to even have a political basis in this. It should just be a, a simple fact of human life. That, and I guess that's what the Supreme Court's job is technically, theoretically, to do is uphold human rights and the constitution and everything that that entails without a political bias even yeah. though inevitably a political bias always gets in the way oh it always God, gets in the way just like yeah can we just like agree that everyone should be entitled to in the workplace and healthcare and, and everything just treated like human freaking beings yeah i don't i don't understand the i mean a lot of stuff that's happened lately is all just to try to take take rights away from people and just just to be mean it's scary yeah. it's scary especially for transgendered people like there these are individuals who you well i i, I think need I, and, and not and not to not that to be transgendered you need a medical procedure or anything it's not a it's not a biological after the fact thing. It's a, it's a state of being. It's mm -hmm. who you are, but I, I kind mean, of the final act most, in that is, is the transgender people I know have opted for some sort of cosmetic surgery, which like should be absolutely not just guaranteed. And now we're getting on the debate of universal healthcare and Oh God, we've slipped into <laughs> this discussion, <laughs> but like, come on, can't everyone just have what they need or what they, what they want, what they say they need? Because if someone says they need something, like who are you to say that that's not the case? Um, dog shaking off. You've got background noise. No, it's okay. I don't know, John, I could, I could, I could talk forever about it, but ultimately I'm not a medical professional and I'm not a transgender person. And I, you know, can only stay up to date on the news and, and shout my, uh, my, my fury at the skies when, when ridiculous and unjust things happen. Yeah. That's that's, my reaction most of the time is just like, why are we wasting our time on this? Yeah, it is a waste of time. Yeah. But I mean, you look at, um, I'm looking at a recent poll here and um, the, the poll question is, should it be illegal for employees to be fired based on sexual orientation? Um, all respondents, 83% said that it should be illegal. Of Democrats, 90% said it should be. Of independents, eighty-four percent said it should be, and Republicans, seventy-four percent said it should yeah. be. So the so the we're all more or less on the same page. Yeah, yeah. I mean, largely. I mean, I think you look at that and it's like um, goes back to rule number one: is don't be a dick. And that's it for you to for you to fire someone because of their sexual orientation or their gender identity uh, is a, is a fairly large a dick move in, in my opinion. It's quite dickish indeed. Yes. Yeah. Very, uh, very in fact that way. Well, it's, it's good news then. So uh, w w the implications of this 
I guess, and without dwelling for too long on the negative, does that imply that up until today, it was in fact legal to fire someone from their job because of their sexual orientation? Yes, absolutely it was. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, it's a, yeah, it's a thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just when you thought that we're starting to make progress. We, we, we begin to make the progress again. It's good. It's ultimately a good thing. Yeah. So, yeah, speak but it's, for everyone who is potentially fired from their jobs in the last however many years because of this rule. Hopefully, um, hopefully you didn't need to be working there anyway. Yeah, because it sounds like your boss was an asshole. Yeah, you don't you don't want to be there. You know, it's like it's uh, yep. it's crazy. So speaking of uh, speaking of things uh, increasing, I guess um, cro- coronavirus uh, um, is not going away. I know that's a oh, she's shocker. Back. back with a vengeance. Yep. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, we're um, we're up two percent over the last 14 days with uh, a little over 19,000 yeah. new cases. So we've got that going yeah. on. I, I mean, uh, you said up 2% over the last how many days? Over the last 14 days. Well, that makes sense then, because it takes about 14 days for it to manifest. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here with a sore throat. I don't know if that's uh, if it's a corona thing or if it's just a sore throat thing from the lake, but, you know, here we are, right? You've just got to hunker down and, and, and see it through. Yeah. People need to uh, heed the advice and uh, and not go out if they don't have to and uh, wear their mask. But uh, we really did kind of collectively all just decide about a month ago, at least in Oklahoma, that ah, it's over. We could kind of do whatever we want again. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm so guilty of that. I've been absolutely uh, carelessly going out. I'm always wearing a mask, always. But still, yeah. like, come on. I've yeah. I've begun doing it more and more and more. Um. Because you can, yeah. Because and I'm like, at first I was like, oh, this, and it's they, they're annoying. I mean, I'm don't get me wrong, I do not enjoy wearing a mask, but no one does. As I as I have learned more about the amount of droplets that come out of our mouths and how long they they stay in the air, um, it's uh, it's pretty important to wear a mask. Yeah. Because gross. it's, yeah, it's really, 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 really gross. Um, like if you and I were sitting across from each other having this conversation, there was just, it was just, you wouldn't necessarily see it, but there is a significant just, amount of droplets in the air. And, um, well, you wouldn't see it? No, I mean, they're like, no, well, no how ju- do you know it's real then? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Something, something doesn't add up here. I don't know. I, can't I mean, see it. I don't know. Yeah. If I can't see it, I, I mean, I don't see people being racist, but I just, you know, have a feeling. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've never I've never once seen the coronavirus itself, so I, I remain unconvinced. Okay. <laughs> I have not I'm yeah, I'm not they have that they have those images like like the the you know, they show that like alien orb looking thing and apparently that's the coronavirus, but I haven't I haven't confirmed that. That that's a, a, For- a an actual photo of it yeah from from what i've heard it actually looks identical to the virus emoji it's 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 uh, indistinguishable from the actual illustration of the, the, the Just, virus emoji yes it's that's exactly how most viruses look is <laughs> is similar everything kind of in life is very emoji based uh, well emoji is very life based yes yeah it's uh, one of those things well, wash your freaking hands people yeah wear a mask wash your hands Be wash safe. your face Wash your Just mouth. because places are open doesn't mean that you need to be there. 
Yeah. That's a message to myself. That's me talking to me, not necessarily. Does it mean you, you guys doesn't mean that you need to go to good. a Trump rally? You don't need to go to a Trump rally and sit next to nineteen thousand people. Oh, it's a terrible idea. Yeah, but no, we're gonna do it in an indoor in an indoor arena such as the BOK. Yeah, in Tulsa, for example. I don't know, just a just yeah, just crazy. Maybe a, maybe a building that has a capacity of nineteen thousand one hundred ninety nine. That could be a <laughs> potential location <laughs> that. Uh, you you may or may not want to go, but I mean I think overall it, the people attending that event are of questionable intelligence based on their uh, decisions on who to potentially vote for and based on their rendering themselves present at said rally at said at sad rally it's uh, yeah, exactly yeah let's 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 attend a a um, an event for racist. This is this is actually happening, and can we maybe do a little PSA? I uh, w- when I was at the lake at Lake Eufaula, I received a number of text messages from friends. One morning, I woke up, and everyone was sending me the same link, and it was to Donald Trump's website. And you might have received a similar message or seen a similar Facebook or social media post saying, "Hey, go to this link, reserve two tickets. That way, it's going to be full of empty chairs." And I was like, oh, hell yes. What a, what a great idea. Whoever came up with that is so clever. <laughs> so I sure did. I reserved my tickets. I signed up. I even gave him my real phone number. And I forwarded it to my, to, to my whole address book, to my closest friends. People who I knew would be, uh, would be keen to do similarly. And then five minutes later, after thinking about what I had just done, I realized, A... I just gave all my personal information to the Donald Trump campaign. Yes, you did. Got to go manually remove myself from all of these lists now, which I have done. And B, this is not a ticket reservation website by any means. This is a data collecting play wherein they are simply gauging maybe how many people are interested, but B, they're just collecting emails and phone numbers. It's a first come first serve at the door thing. They're not like, I never received tickets in my email. I never got any confirmation of my own attendance being somehow designated and locked off for me. This website is not actually a a, a capacity based website or app. This is an unlimited ticket service that is serving the only purpose of creating a false sense of uh, enthusiasm and hype. This was proved to me in two ways. The next morning, or no, I guess it was a couple. It was a couple days later. I got a text message. This is before I unsubscribed myself from the campaign, saying, "Hey, Jackson, or or Jazzy," as I as I signed up for the, the <laughs> rally under the name Jazzy Antifa was my last name of choice, and. Uh, and so uh, the, the text message said, it is almost your president's birthday. And guess what? We only have one signature spot left on his birthday card. Why don't you click through this link and sign his birthday card? Because you've only got one minute to do this and there's one spot left and we're giving it to you. Mm. And right about that time, I got a text from my mom saying, 
Hey, did you just get a text from Donald Trump saying there's only one spot left to sign his birthday card? And I said, yeah, I think you, me, and about 200 million other people just got that text message. <laughs> so that that was one tip-off that maybe uh, this this wasn't as, as, as good of an idea as I thought it would be. By the way, if you, uh, like me, accidentally signed up for this barrage of text messages, simply reply, STOP, in all caps, and they'll they'll unsubscribe you from that. Then the next thing was... Uh, now I'm, I might have forgot the next thing. It was the text message. And oh, and then on Twitter, he uh, conveniently said, well, you know, I've heard from a lot of my black friends and supporters, which in and of itself is an inherently funny tweet because, I mean, friends, honestly, um, that, that, that the date that he chose for his rally being June 19th uh, or, or Juneteenth, as it's referred to being the day of uh, emancipation end of slavery slavery, in in loose air quotes the end of slavery um which is still a widely regarded holiday although it is not actually a national holiday he referred to it as a holiday he said in respect and out of regard for this (laughs) holiday i'm moving my rally and we all said oh thank god and that was tweet one of two tweet two said to june 20th or July, July 20th, June No, 20th, the next day, June, the next day. June, June 20th, yeah. So that's this Sunday, right? Yeah. Uh, Saturday. It was going to be on Friday, now it's Saturday. Yeah, so now it's Saturday, right. So we moved it one day, and everyone went, oh, well, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and he followed that tweet up with another tweet, and that was the tweet that really got me. It was the tweet that said, but we've already had huge interest 200,000 people have signed up to attend. <laughs> and I just went, shit, I'm responsible for like 10 of those people signing yeah, up. Yeah. So it was a really long-winded way of saying, if you see this post on social media, don't. I've, I'm still seeing people saying, oh, what a great idea. Sign yeah, up. That's been a, it yeah, it's been a thing for a while. God I've, damn it. I've never. I've never Idiots. No, I'm not. Myself included. I want no part of, I don't even want to be on his website. So did I text you telling you to do that? You did not. No, you well, did not. I, I I thought you'd be smarter than that. That's why I didn't text you. I knew you'd be smarter. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was a big big moment of me putting on my clown makeup and not realizing, you know, what was going on. Um, but you can text stop to unsubscribe from his texts. I already gave him a fake email address, and of course, five minutes after I signed up for all that, I started getting ads for Donald Trump. I got one that was in the form of a poll, like a Facebook poll. Mm. You, know, you, you have like the post and then there's a, you know, option A, option B. And it said, you know, Donald Trump needs your support in November. Who are you voting for? Option A, President Donald J. Trump. Option B, Sleepy Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) I swear that was an actual poll that they're running as a promoted advertisement on Facebook. And so you can click into the three little dots, the settings on that, and you can click, why am I seeing this ad? And then once you go into why am I seeing this ad, there's a button that will let you hide yourself from all of this specific advertiser's advertisements which is what I promptly did. And I suggest you do the same if you're seeing his ads and you don't want to. Uh, or you could uh, take the, the, the morally low road and you could just 
click on his ads over and over and refresh the page and click on it again and click on the ads as many times as possible to drive their their pay-per-click advertising budget way up which is an actually now that i think of it kind of effective way of of uh, you know actually hurting them not yeah. that they have limited pockets but you could why not yeah they yeah they you could tell based on that that post like who they're who they're targeting. I mean, they're, 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 his base loves stuff like that. The little nicknames. And it's like, Sleepy you get, Joe. you get them, you get them, Don. You're really sticking it to him by calling him sleepy. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. Like it just feels so elementary school playground, you know? Well, it's uh oh, sleepy Joe is up in the polls by 14 points now. Yeah, it's not going to do anything because, you know, it's, I've said this so many times. Sleepy uh, Joe, no matter how awake he might seem here towards the end, if he really ramps up his public positioning, Joe Biden does not spark joy in anyone, to put it in Marie Kondo talk. But he right. does not he does not inspire passion. Donald Trump inspires passion in people, and not the good kind, but he does, yeah. and... So are you kind of are you kind of lean? Are you gonna you gonna vote for Trump again? Uh, no, I'm. I, I'm gonna, <laughs> again, yeah, right. No, I you know, look. I voted for Hillary Clinton last year. I'll, I will in all likelihood vote for Joe Biden in oh, November. Yeah. But um, my voting for him is not a vote of confidence in his ability to be a charismatic or influential leader. It is not a vote in his policy, even per se, because. Uh, I mean, for 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 his his rhetoric, Donald Trump has angry, flawed, bad foresight, mean, kind of hateful rhetoric. But his policy has not reflected that rhetoric. And I don't. I just don't. I don't. You don't want, think his don't want, You don't think his policy is hateful? Well, not. I mean, John, look. His immigration policy has been nothing less than shitty, and his trade policy just seems misguided. Like he doesn't really know what's going on. But I'm I'm thinking recently. Like I think a big factor that's going to contribute to his eventual reelection is his not his handling of the coronavirus epidemic, but his response. Not that $1,200 for everyone is good, but $1,200 for his supporter base seems like a lot, and it seems meaningful, and it comes off as weirdly well-intentioned, and all that aside, it comes off as weirdly, like, socialist, and frankly... I think that that's going to get him reelected. I mean, I don't. I don't think I. I can confidently say that we are in for another fucked up four years of this presidency, and there is short short of Biden resigning his his presumptuous presumptive nomination. Uh, I I don't know what the solution is, John. I don't know who who the hell could rally up enough passionate voters short of Barack Obama himself. There's, there's no one I can imagine. Well, I'm just, you know, I'm definitely, I'm definitely not going to, I'm not going to have, I, I just, for my own sanity, I can't have that view. 
No, it's and that's good. I'm I'm not I'm not trying to be cynical. I'm just trying to look at the political game as a game that people vote based on gut feelings and unfortunately they vote based on fear and what I can confidently say is that I've never heard a single person talk with enthusiasm and confidence and and um and and like what what like yeah enthusiasm about Joe Biden I I mean the nickname is as stupid as sleepy Joe Biden is the guy's not like he doesn't make anyone feel awesome. It doesn't get people's fires going. And yeah, no, God, you're, like, you're not you're not like, wrong. And and we all know that people don't vote for policy at all. Like that is not a factor since I don't know how long. My whole life, I've I've never like Obama was certainly not a policy voice of a vote. It was it was a it was a hope and change. Those aren't policies. Those are aspirational marketing buzzwords. Hope. What, what, how, how the hell is a president going to give you hope? Doesn't matter. He got elected for it. Make America great again. Well, what the hell is he going to do? Keep America great is his new slogan. Like what the fuck did we accomplish in the last four years that makes this country any greater than it was? four years ago like these are stupid marketing buzzwords that that work better than anyone wants to admit i'm afraid that's yeah no i mean you're not you're not you're not you're not wrong but the but the the enthusiasm from trump is coming from the people that choose to follow him and make the flags and go to these rallies and stuff like that i mean of course he's a buffoon up there just slinging poo He's pandering and, to an audience, and if that, I mean, if that inspires confidence in people, I, I, I don't. They are obviously a, a very easy sell, and well, and and yeah, but Biden has America a different. Biden is an has easy a, sell by definition, and Biden ha- is yeah. You you are correct that Biden has a different whole different delivery system, but it's but it's one that's, and and I will qualify all this is that I have no belief in that or feeling that my vote for x number of person is going to have any positive or negative impact on my life i do i do not expect the government to provide for me i don't i've never voted for a politician for what's he or she going to do for me that's never been sure, my motivation you've got to look at the, the majority into voting or, or not so, even the majority the the, the most the most impacted by policy, yeah. whoever that may be. It's yeah, and it's like who? It's like who? Who? Who do I like? Who? Do, who? I mean, based on obviously not knowing them personally, but who do I like? Who do I think's not going to be an asshole and just put policies in to you know discriminate against um, LGBTQ in in healthcare just for for the sport? Who? Who are we going? Who? Who is not going to? you know take away loan forgiveness from from student loans who's who's just going to just do who's going to remove protections uh, environmental protections or roll back protections for the environment or remove us from a climate accord that we because he, you know who's just going to roll back everything that the previous guy did because you because you don't like him and you want to undo, you know, eight years because, of the presidency. Because he told jokes about you at a White House correspondence yeah. dinner six years ago. Yeah. 
So yeah, I mean, ago. just yeah. you know, if you want to be a petty little bitch, that's fine. But I mean, I I'm sorry. I mean, it's like what inspires confidence in me in Biden is not his his oratory. It is it is who who he's who he is and who he's going to be. I mean, I don't. He's a he's a flawed individual. I mean, if he wants to come smell my hair, I'm cool with it. I mean, it'd be awkward, but you know, if that's if that's yeah. his thing, well, do it. I mean. But but to say that, and I'm not defending any sort of sexual assault or any sort of action that that makes someone uncomfortable, um, and it is kind of weird. But but we're we, voting we, between two senile men who have both been accused of sexual assault, sexual assault, and 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 obviously I do put Donald Trump in a little different category in terms of number of assaults and number of marriages and porn stars and paying up porn stars and they can't corroborate the the joe That's biden story absolutely true absolutely true the, but there I, is corroboration with with donald trump there's the the biden one they the all the there's there they can't find this, this lady who she this happened and i'm not i'm not saying it didn't i mean i, I it something happened um i mean i i hope she's not yes. just making this story up for for whatever reason. Um, but so I, and I have no reason not to believe her, but, but where is the record? Like where, you know, you said you went to the, the correctional human resources office and filed a report. There is there, they cannot find that report. None of your supervisors at the time, um, recall ever being talked to about this. All the people that her colleagues that she worked with can't corroborate any of this can corroborate very little about it. She did tell one of her girlfriends or boyfriends at the time about it, so there is a little bit of that. Um, so, I'm not saying it's not check, true. Check her bank account. Check, check and see if she has any incoming large checks yeah. from any one uh, Trump campaign. Yeah, from or from MAGA, MAGA, Incor- MAGA Incorporated. You know. Yeah. So, so I, you know, I don't, I don't know the, I don't know her motivation, and I don't, and I don't have any reason not to believe her. I'm just, they just. If it's if it's factual, where is the where's the data to back yeah. it up? So um, I get it, I get it. Yep, but like I'm not I'm not trying to hate on Joe Biden. I think that um, he would be the he is the sane choice for the president right. in a normal world. I don't think that our world is currently normal. Oh, I think that is. since 2016 and Donald Trump's election, people have been more vocal. They've been more active. They've been more likely to um, kind of take a critical look at not only national but local politics. I think he's inspired people to action in the spirit of counteraction. That's to say, he's doing a lot of really shitty things and that's getting people mad. And mm-hmm. the people who are getting mad are the people who are starting this kind of new wave of activism. And I, and I, it's a good thing. I think that what I don't want to see is Joe Biden being elected and everyone's saying, thank God that nightmare is over. And now we're back to normal. Yeah. It's the same thing yeah. that I've been saying, I think every week on this podcast for the last couple months, like we have so many opportunities to acknowledge that normal was not what we needed. And really I mean kicking off before Donald Trump was elected for the first time but really being solidified with that the idea that 
we clearly aren't motivated to action on our own and that we need these catalytical events and like shocking how could this happens to push us to do something and like i mean i i just i i get afraid when i think about a world in which we elect joe biden and he doesn't do anything and we stop doing things and these conversations break down under the guise and under the falsehood of thank god that's over we're moving on just like when we elected obama for the first time 2008 like racism's over like clearly that wasn't the case and we could put as many coats of pretty makeup on it as we want but it's not changing the fact that there's work to be done there's there's self-education to be done there's shortcomings and flaws that we all have to look at and like just thinking critically about where we're going what trajectory we're on and how we want to i don't know course correct a little bit see see honestly like you know what needs to be done here right i think there's still a lot i think we're not there yet and if it takes four more years of a fucking baboon sitting as the commander-in-chief in order to spark people into further action maybe so maybe so and i think i, I think yeah i mean you're you're four more years of trump would will lead to some significant change within the culture there is this this um, there's this imaginary force that exists between us and the police and us and the military and us and people of authority. And so far you look at these peaceful protests and you've got, you know, police officers walking up and hitting people with a club and, or spraying them with mace as they just sit there and we're no- driving their cars through the crowds. Yeah, it gets worse. Yeah. Right. And nobody fights back. Nobody does anything. Because because that there is this field that exists where only the police, only the people in uniform with the badges are the one they can hit me, I can't hit back. Yeah. And and for for psychological as well as legal reasons. Like they have essentially legal immunity to and that's been proven over and over again that not only can you agitate peaceful protests without repercussions but you can murder people without repercussions for the most part except for the anecdotal case of george floyd when which the 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 police responsible were arrested in literally every other case if not figuratively most other cases there have been zero legal repercussions in was it georgia that passed brianna's law that severely like curbs the the uh rights of the of of the police to uh, unlawful search uh this is a law named after a woman who was killed while she was sleeping in her own home and yet these police officers responsible for the killing of a woman who has literally had a law named after her post-mortem are still like not only walking free they're still police officers yeah. like they've not been removed from their jobs they have legal immunity from pretty much anything they could imagine doing yeah. that is dangerous and that's and it's that has to change that this it's fascism yes and that's the thing is that the issue is is right now it hasn't happened but it's getting close and and 
it could be four more years of, of Donald Trump, or it could be something even before then that's going to break that field down. Um, and people are not going to, you know, take it. They're not going to, they are going to fight back. And that's when, that's when we have a major problem on our hands. Yeah. And that's when no, nobody's going to be able to stop it. Do you see Joe Biden? Can you, and this is not a rhetorical or a poking fun question. This is just me wondering, because when I think about a hypothetical Biden presidency, I can't imagine him going out on any limbs or making any radical uh, suggestions that may or may not become laws. I imagine Joe Biden as being a very safe and moderate president who's more centrist than anyone really who is simply there to toe the line and focus more on keeping people happy than actually doing anything yeah um and the the happiness will be fleeting and temporary and effectively a band-aid or a coat of paint like i said pretty makeup over a problem that will be quickly swept under the rug with um private advertising like corporate advertising right the same way that there's going to be a big advertising campaign saying coronavirus is over um i think that there will be a big advertising campaign that will be largely corroborated by the biden camp that says hey wasn't that crazy right guys (laughs) haha nudge nudge that was wild four years all right let's (laughs) let's get back to it you know right you know (laughs) like (sighs) i don't know it's uh I, I want to be the optimist, John. I really, that's that's what I'm here for. I'm the optimist. But I see more people getting engaged, making their voices heard, getting angry, because being angry entails a level of control or perceived control over a situation, whereas being sad and depressed has a, a lack of control and a feeling of hopelessness. When you move from being sad and hopeless to being angry and feeling in control, that's when progress starts to get made. And like, I'm not a revolutionary, but goddamn, I support the revolutionaries. Like I gotta, I gotta, I've gotta say like the, the progress we've seen since Donald Trump took office because of his stupid fucking policies and, and not even his policies, just his rhetoric of who he is really pissing a lot of people off. That's inspired some serious action. And it's undeniable that people are more involved now than they ever were in the Obama era. Ever. Oh, ever. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean because we it's go, fucked up. We get very complacent and then you're like, oh man, this guy's freaking insane. Yep. We gotta do realize. we gotta do something about that. And Yeah. Yeah, you it's it's great. I mean, I love it, you know. The the revolution will not be televised. It will be streamed live in 1080p on Instagram and Periscope. Yep. yep. That's the way it works. That's the way and it And thank works. God, too. Thank God that so many things are getting recorded. So many things are getting streamed live. Uh, you know, it is, it is truly the time. There's never been a better time. There's never been a, a time where there's a greater chance of engaging a... Um, uh, I'll say that again, the dog shakes. There's never been a better time in the sense that there's never been a time where more people have been likely to see something they wouldn't normally be exposed to and something that would cause them to think critically 
or re-examine their own experience in a new light. And, um, I mean, you know, your guess is as good as mine what that eventual outcome is. But I I do hope that that doesn't stop. I hope it doesn't stop. Um, And I hope that we are able to move towards a, a world, a country where there's greater understanding of each other's experiences. Like you're talking about the revolution will not be televised. Like that is the crux of what's going on right now. We are taking the media. The, what have we heard the last four years? Oh, the, the corrupt media, the fake news, the, 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 the biased media, all this stuff. It's like, well, yeah, maybe they do hold your biases, but these are large corporations that are owned by the same, what, monopolies, duopolies? I don't know. It's is the same big companies that are no longer in charge of the narrative. The narrative is now spread and perpetuated by the people capturing footage of their everyday lives, i.e. our everyday lives, i.e. what's going on around us, that just because you're not in a place to see it, hear it, experience it, that does not mean you have an excuse to not be seeing the actual firsthand events of what's going down somewhere. It's not being filtered through a third party anymore. It is coming to you directly to your telephone where you can consume it as the person holding their phone on the front lines is seeing things whether that be a protest or a cop murdering someone or a city council meeting or a car wreck or whatever it is like these are all fundamental shifts in how we consume the what's going on so thanks twitter and thanks social media because that wouldn't be happening otherwise yeah no and it's and i love it and i just think that we've got to continue to be active i i just my hope is that people get out and vote um, you know, research your candidates and get local out elections, and vote. especially though, because yeah. like I've lost, I, I, I can confidently say like, I have no, I, I, I just don't, I don't care about the outcomes of a national election nearly as much. It's like, it's like not even on the same chart as how much I care about our local elections and how much I'm willing to be vocal and vote and like, I want to meet candidates and I want to have discussions with people about local issues because politics should be about what impacts you. And yes, on a national scale, it's going to impact more people, but it's like this kind of slow trickle where if you can, if you can see positive change on a local scale, that's likely to impact your schools and your, your living situation and the, your business that you run and whatever else. You you know what I mean? I, I'm not I'm not sure where I'm going with that. But you get what I'm getting getting at. Yeah. I'm kind of going for John is I'm largely disappointed in in the voting decision I will make in November. I'm not happy about it. If you're not clear, if it's not abundantly clear from what I've said over the last 58 minutes and 48 seconds that I'm not going to be happy in November when it comes to time for me to vote. But when I look at our local elections that we're having June 30th in Oklahoma, maybe sooner if you're in other states, maybe later if you're in other states. These are primary elections, yes, but they are affecting change on a local level. And that is, I think, more important than ever right now. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the the local elections are really what matters because, I mean, if you're in Kentucky right now, I mean, that's getting rid of Mitch McConnell is... Yes, is which more of a it's priority. Neck and neck. 
yeah, getting rid Last of. Last I checked, yeah, I just I donated more to her. So I mean, I want, I definitely want. I want to see Lindsey Graham gone. I want to see Mitch McConnell gone. I want to see, and I'll and I'll equal opportunity. I mean, I think that Nancy Pelosi has served her time. I think that there's, it is time for some new people um, in the Senate for sure. Uh, representing various states and uh, it's it's time to, to ditch Mitch uh, so head to ditchmitch.com if you would like to give to the uh, Amy McGrath campaign and uh, to give that you can give um, five dollars helps I I'm I, I'm a little confused I actually I just googled Lindsey Graham because I wanted to bring up this kind of like Twitter campaign from a bunch of male escorts that was coordinated against him, uh, in which he was referred to as Lady G, uh, where, you know, he's been hiring male escorts. He's famously uh, very conservative and anti-LGBT rights senator. Um, he's a senator, right? Yeah, he's a senator, he's a senator and he's absolutely, I, I don't know he's, well. he's totally gay. He's super gay and so he's been hiring these male escorts for who knows how long and like a number of them came forward and it was this kind of like fun deal really fun to watch now I, I and so I was gonna bring that up and then I googled him and I kind of want to have you seen there's an ad that came out like two hours ago people are talking about this where he's like very team Biden and calling Trump a bigot Republican voters against Trump new coalition of Republicans who are against voting for Trump well, there's, I mean, I mean, um, George, George W. Bush has come out and said that he will not be uh, voting for Trump. That's huge. Wow. I think you're, I mean, I, to be, I think that, I mean, I'm not, and I'm not in the prediction business, but I do think that Donald Trump does have a very uh, tough race ahead of him. Yeah. What happens if Trump refuses to like hand over power? If he refuses to leave, they'll he'll be removed. Though, you think? Oh yeah. If he gets enough people who are already in the White House to kind of like say, "Hey, yeah, we'll secure your," make sure no one tries to fuck with you. I mean, you'd I have know. to like. I don't like to think I, about that. I mean, I can't. I mean, I don't know what the mechanism is for that, but I would imagine that. I mean, he's going. He is going to pull a stunt like that for sure. I want to see it though. I want to see how it plays out so that we can look back in forty years and go, "Wow, look at how far we've come now. Look at how far we've actually come. We had to go through this shit to get to where we are now, and we didn't even know where we were going. We didn't even know what this outcome looked like. Thank God that we're here where we are. You know." So this, this, okay, so Lindsey Graham praises Joe Biden and calls Donald Trump a race-baiting, xenophobic, religious bigot, a new ad. You know how to That's make America great at. again? Tell Donald Trump to go to hell. Well, I'm going to talk to the Trump supporters for a minute. What is Donald Trump's campaign about? He's a race-baiting, xenophobic, religious bigot. And you know how you make America great again? Tell Donald Trump to go to hell. Whoa. If you can't admire Joe Biden as a person, then it's probably you got a problem. <laughs> you need to do some self-evaluation. Because what's not to like? He is as good a man as God ever created. He wow. got some of the most incredibly heartfelt things that anybody could ever say to me. 
he's the nicest person I think I've ever met in politics. This so, is a defining moment in the future of the Republican Party. We have to reject this demagoguery, and if we don't reject Donald Trump, we've lost the moral authority, in my view, to govern this great nation. So he said that that um, a lot of that happened yeah. before Donald Trump was elected. Is what is the quotes where he's saying yeah. that? That's not new. Still new audio. What's the over and under that Lindsey Graham and Joe Biden are in like a a, a beautiful secret relationship? <laughs> <laughs> he comes, uh, yeah, he comes over and smells Lindsey's hair. Or, the, or yeah, that that Biden has something on Senator Graham that we don't know about. Yeah. Something real. Oh, yeah, well, I, I would think. imagine they've served together so long that, I mean, it's probably, you know, n- an open secret that <laughs> everybody kind of knows where the bodies are buried. No, of course. I mean, you yeah. kind of like once you're with, once you've served with somebody that long, I mean, you kind of know, you know, you know more about them than everybody else does. And it's just kind of that, it's just a general knowledge. Like, oh yeah, Lindsey's gay. That's, that's, he does this. And okay, well, Joe's this, this, you know. It's just kind of like he smells hair. He smells yeah. he smells people's hair. That's his thing. Okay. Oh, it's also weird. I mean, I'm I'm definitely in favor of like a complete rebuilding. Like I'd like to see someone propose a new constitution. Oh like, god. Let's just let's just start over, you know. <laughs> we can we can vote from our phones, but we don't. Like we we could have equal representation in this country if we really wanted to. Right. But we still have a weird representative democracy with this bizarre notion of an electoral college and all these things that just don't make sense anymore. Made total sense in the 1700s, but like that doesn't make sense anymore. France has a direct democracy. Sure, France is the size of Texas, but like, you know, <laughs> just extrapolate it out. Move it move it up. I don't know. It's Better definitely, yet, definitely uh, the union states rights. Yeah. It's just a, uh, it's just, uh, you know, it's a good, uh, it's a good, a good story, a good, um, good ideas. I think that if, um, people just continue to, um, exercise the right to vote, uh, realize that having freedoms does not mean that your freedoms are any, better than your neighbors um and that yeah you may be able to do that but if it hurts your neighbor that's uh that's infringing on their freedoms and just you know bottom line don't be a dick and i like that that's all we can do well said so well well there goes an hour there it was it happened it happened and uh and i'm happy with it so well, this has been a it's been a week, it's been a month, it's been a crazy year so far. I, I you know, John, I just appreciate you uh, making the time every week and making sure we talk about the important things, uh, getting my weirdly controversial opinions out there. I feel like uh, you know, it's not easy things to talk about, but uh, this is this is a hell of a way to take a long-winded sign off whatever look this this show it's called a podcast you can find it everywhere you're probably listening to it on spotify right now if so that's awesome if you're listening to it somewhere else that's cool too we talked about audible earlier there are some really really great books on educating yourself to be anti-racist especially important these days important always 
Um, I'm reading James Baldwin and I'm listening to it on Audible and you could also listen to things on Audible if you had our promo code. It's audible.com, audibletrial.com slash a podcast. John, cut me off. Tell me something. Give me some good news. Say a, say a word, say a quote. What's uh, something that we can sign this off with? You know, I, I do have, I do have a, I do have a quote. Um, and oh, thank and God. It's more, it's, it's a little bit longer, um, of a quote it's and, okay. uh, but, but it is, um, um, Aldous Huxley from, uh, his book of short stories called Island. It says, uh, learn to do everything lightly. It's dark because you're trying too hard. Lightly child, lightly learn to do everything lightly. Yes. Feel lightly, even though you're feeling deeply. Just lightly let things happen and lightly cope with them. I was so preposterously serious in those days. Such a humorless little prig. Lightly, lightly. It's the best advice ever given me. When it comes to dying even, nothing ponderous or pretentious or emphatic. No rhetoric, no tremolos, no self-conscious persona putting on its celebration, imitation of Christ or little Nell. And of course, no theology no metaphysics, just the fact of dying and the fact of the clear light. So throw away your baggage and go forward. There are quick signs all about you, sucking at your feet, trying to suck you down into fear and self-pity and despair. That's why you must walk so lightly, lightly, my darling, on tiptoes and no luggage, not even a sponge bag, completely unencumbered. Wow. Is that your second Aldous Huxley quote in two weeks? Is it? No, I, I quoted um, um, someone else. <laughs> um, last last week we uh, we quoted, and I found, and I sent you the article, um, and that was um, Isaac Imbarov. Oh, yes, right, Asimov. Asimov. Isaac Asimov. Yeah. Um, um, but it's a. Um, that quote, the quote came from a, a Newsweek article from February 21st of 1980, I believe. And it was titled A Cult of Ignorance. And a good, good one page read. Okay, so now we've gone on longer than anticipated, but I want to okay. read a quote as well. And this is from. Uh, it's from it's from a poet, County Cullen, a Harlem Renaissance poet, um, novelist, playwright, who said, and I think that this really is a, a poignant quote at this juncture, at this day, in this moment, this month, this this season in our lives. The quote is. The truth is, everything counts. Everything. Everything we do and everything we say, everything helps or hurts. Everything adds to or takes away from someone else. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Um, that all of our words and our actions and our lack of words and our lack of actions count and matter and have an impact regardless. So um, if we can be more aware, conscious, to walk in love and to show love, um, then we will all be better for it. 
and John, with that, I have to sign up, sign off, because my dog is wrapped in my microphone cable. <laughs> She's trying to walk, <laughs> but it's fully tangled around her front right paw, and I've just got well, to help do. her out. You gotta go so help. to do that, go I'm going to unplug my microphone. I'm going to unplug my microphone, and I'm going to say to you, John, and to everyone listening to a podcast, I will see you all hopefully next week. And, yeah, and peace be with you all. And, and Jesus, there goes my mic. Okay. Um, and also with you, John. I'll all talk right, to you bye. soon, man. <laughs> bye! Ah! Thank you for listening to a podcast. If you like the show, please rate on your favorite podcast app. It really helps others find the show. Theme music is Biggest Mistake by Catlock. Until next time, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. We love you, we really do.